Welcome to episode three of Grown and Opinionated. My name is Laverne. And I'm Shirley. <laughs> so let the fuckery begin. <laughs> All right. Oh, Laverne. Come on, Shirley. Wait, Laverne and Shirley, were those the ones um, that lived together with the two daughters and one was a tomboy? Did they have kids? I don't know. I don't know. We got to Google that. Who but I know they lived together, but I don't know. And they was best friends. And I think they worked at a factory together. Yeah, they worked at a factory together. But I don't know if they had, I don't remember if they had kids. We talking about a what, 70s show? I know. And I was born in the 80s. <laughs> I was born in the late 70s, but. Uh, all right. So the thing that everybody's talking about that we got to get into is the Grammys. Yes, Lord. And you know what everybody's talking about is the Queen Beyonce's loss. <laughs> Beehive coming after us. <laughs> All hell the queen. <laughs> Wait, can we tell them how I've been putting bees on your Facebook? Because <laughs> <laughs> my, my double one beehiver, Lolo, <laughs> coming after me. <laughs> so everybody's been talking about Beyonce's loss to Adele for best album of the year. And um, Solange. 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 Not Solange. I almost got a she's the only one that says. <laughs> this morning for saying that. She put up a tweet saying that in the history of the Grammys, there's only been two black winners for album of the year, but there have been over 200 black performers. So she kind of pulled the race card. And, you know, we were talking about, like, is it really a race issue or did Adele just have a better album? I actually never listened to Adele album, um, but I did listen to Lemonade album. And when I listened to Adele, I walked over and say, I know her album was better. Because the Lemonade, <laughs> Lemonade album wasn't her best work. It wasn't the greatest. So why should she win off of that? Now, if you want to pull this years ago on other albums, then yeah, maybe. They snubbed her. But this time, that Lemonade... So right through her lemon, she made lemonade. <laughs> she did what she had to do with the album. That's how I look at it. It wasn't great. So I've listened to the Beyonce album. I mean, all hell the queen, but it wasn't life changing. Um, and even my daughter, who's a Beyonce stan, like the first day it came out with the video, she was like, please make me like this. Please make me like it. <laughs> because she didn't have that feeling for it either. Now Adele, let me tell you. 19, 21, 25, they all certified hits. They get you all in your feelings, all in See, your I emotions. I mean, excellent. Excellent. I mean, the worst song on Adele's last album, 25, was Hello. Really? Exactly. And I love that song. Exactly. That's how these albums go. That was the worst song. Oh, wow. Oh, so Makes me want to go out and get it. Yeah, I, I nobody mean, making me go out to get a, a lemonade. <laughs> no, that here and there, like no. yeah, I'm not here for that. But um, what I didn't like is that basically it's like it downplayed Adele's achievement. She made a great album. It's an excellent album, and because Queen B didn't win, it's like oh well, it had to be racism. And then the people who are saying it, I can see if you listen to both albums and you saying, listen, no, I, and these are the reasons why. People never even heard of a 
Adele, let alone her fucking album, and you're talking about his racism. Like, come on, give me a break. Like, when does that go too far when you pulling the race card? Yeah, I know we're going through it. We going through and we've been through a lot of racism. We're still going through it. Mm-hmm. But not every single thing when a black person don't get their way is racism. I'm sorry. You just can't say call out racism on every little thing. And you need to be fighting... That's you fighting the wrong battle right there. Mm-hmm. Fight the real battles. Go out there on the streets and fight the real racism. Go out mm-hmm. there into the White House and fight Donald Trump, who's the biggest racist. Like, but to fight. Uh, hold on, I gotta stop you there. Please don't mention that man's name on this here podcast. I will uh, not acknowledge his existence. Well, her <laughs> you call him the apprentice. Her <laughs> Buster Rob on Agent Orange. So, <laughs> so oh, go fight Agent Orange, but. To fight this about music and all that, this time, it wasn't racist. I'm sorry. It just wasn't. So stop yelling it every time, every chance you get. And then I think Speaking somebody... Speaking of Chance, Chance the Rapper. Woohoo! I do yes. like I do. Well, we will get to him because I have him here too. But one of the things that somebody, they clapped back at Solange with was that, um, listen, because they say we need our own awards. And they said, we do. We have the NAACP. We have the BET Awards, all of which your sister does not show up to. So what is your issue? Yeah. You come to the Grammys when you have something to promote and you want them to say you're the best. But the black people are saying, yes, we acknowledge you, come to our and you don't even show up. One year, remember she sent the fucking tape in or some shit? And I'm like, no, exactly. Oh, I mean, all hell the queen. All no, hell the queen. No she was busy. But no, she wasn't like, busy. Like, really? You sent a tape in? But yet, one of the beehives want to say she's an activist. She's a philanthropist. No, she does what gives her attention. Mm-hmm. And her people image. are telling her what to do to boost her image up. I personally don't believe... I, I, I don't know. I may be wrong. You can shoot me. You can come sting me. <laughs> she's not smart enough to do a lot of things. <laughs> Oh my god. Interview, she's goofy. Like she and it's okay to be goofy. I'm the silliest person I know, but she just It seems like nobody home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the blonde. I just picture and I was just talking about this with my sister. I just picture at home, hey Jay, are we gonna go to the mall? Like she see her being that deep or anything into anything so i can't yeah. see her coming up with all of these things on her own yeah because she didn't write the album she probably wrote one word and said oh i'm a writer <laughs> she didn't write the album <laughs> so good. to have a a message in every song in that album wasn't her idea it wasn't well I, guess- I think that was the purpose of her whole album they said it was a message there i didn't get it but they said it's a message there <laughs> Formation, because her baby got, what was it? My baby got Afro hair with Negro nose. I don't know. I don't know. I'm Michael listening Jackson to shit. nose and all. Basically, to say I'm proud to be black. I mean, I mean, I, I, all hella queen. But I so got funny. time to listen to that shit. <laughs> I wish I, I would. Good, um, embrace your blackness and all that. Fine. But you had a nose job. Uh, uh, the views and opinions expressed by Laverne <laughs> are those of hers and hers alone. She I'm saying you, you embrace your, your blackness. You had a nose job. No, that's contouring. No, she had a nose job. But even, let's just say it's contouring. 
What's the purpose of contouring exactly. but to give you that look? Exactly. Embrace and, your yeah. blackness. If you exactly. have a wide nose, embrace it. Mm-hmm. Plain I and think simple. so too. Like, and that's something that Salon does yeah. when she has the video with the afros and the everything. And it's like. Nobody you know, gives Solange credit out that family. And I think she's. To me, wait, you you at the family meetings now, huh, child? So, no, I think she's more talented than Beyonce. You know, Honestly. my son says that I he, think she's more talented, and he thinks he's pretty. She's prettier than her, also. He does. He's just like, oh, he loves. Yeah, it's everybody's preference. So, but I think that she has a different, and I think that what Beyonce aspires to be—that person who takes the risk, who stands up—she is, mm-hmm. and she's unapologetic about it. Um, can Beyonce do that? Uh, I, I think she tries, but I mean, you want us to get information with our asses hanging out? Um, yeah. How was that supposed to be motivating us to do when she did the Super Bowl thing? They all had their ass hanging out and we're supposed to take this serious. Exactly. But all hell the queen though. Don't come after me. <laughs> you could have came as the Black Panthers with high turtlenecks and long trench coats and bell bottles. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know. It seems like she wants to go there. So I had that in my notes, like, you know, that wasn't racism. Like, get out of here. And then, you know, people were saying with Adele saying, you know, um, I voted for you, Beyonce, and I think your album was great and this and that. And I we had the discussion. I said, you have to remember, Adele is like 25 or 26, maybe. Real She's age. really young. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Not Beyonce age. Really, really. <laughs> my sister and I, we were talking about this morning, the first time Adele came on the Grammys. This is how I found out who she was. And she had these long ghetto nails. She was popping bubble gum. And an really? old girl just gets out there and starts singing, chasing pavements. And I'm like, who the fuck is this girl? And where has she been? Oh, I, I mean, got a YouTube dad. I never yeah, that. she has the long ghetto nails. And she popping bubble because she was like 19 or 20. Oh, like wow. she was really young. But anybody who doesn't have adult 19, 21, and 25, I mean. So those, <clears throat> so what all those, that, her ages at the time. That she puts out the, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So, yeah, I really love adult. And then another comment that people took as racist was that when she said, you know, that album was um, so important to my black friends. So Jen, Jenna, I think that's his name. Jenna. Who yeah. said classic, man. Yeah. Okay, he was on The Breakfast Club, and he said, how else is she supposed to describe her black friends but say my black friends? I was like, yeah. Exactly. Like, and I took it as because I'm not, I'm taking it, this is Adele speaking. I'm not black, so I can't feel y'all struggle. I don't understand what y'all going through. But however, my black friends do. Wait, hold on, hold the hell on. You mean to say in Beyonce's album, some black people felt. Some, I, it, I it don't moved. think that. What the fuck? I think no. I'm saying this is probably what how Adele was trying to express that point. Oh, I'm like, I don't think I don't. I don't see what was moving about this album. It didn't move me. It didn't yeah, make yeah. me go out there and say Flint, Michigan, here I come. It did none of that for me. Yeah. Like it didn't move me. It didn't make. If me. anything, I would say like the Solange. That album is awesome. I think like her I songs like her were album. more, and I think even the now um, that album, I brought, I brought that album. Oh, wait. Not Queen Miss Bootleg. You bought an album? <laughs> yes. oh, you oh. paid cash. Google Play. Yes, yes. download it straight to my phone. Oh, my God. Yeah, what is it? Look, we need a bell or something. <laughs> I'm going to know you all these 
these years. I don't ever remember to find the album. Wait, because my son couldn't download it on the free app. <laughs> we couldn't get it. I tried to get that, the last Tank album. I couldn't get it. So oh, I ain't bought Tank album yet. Okay, let me pay my $10 <laughs> after 10 years of bootlegging. $10.68. Well, I, you know how I feel about that. I buy albums, especially if it's music that I want to hear more of, because I feel like this is the only way to let people know this is what we want to hear. Because, again, they think only 18 to, I think it's like 30 or 34, listen to music. And so they cater to that audience. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I like music. Mm-hmm. I like rap music. I like pop music. I like different music. But if I don't support these albums, then... I don't like pop music. I don't like different music. Really? Well, you listen to that R and B shit, and that should be I getting like you in your R&B, feelings. R and B, hip hop, hardcore hip hop, trap music. I like trap music. Oh, God bless but all them trap niggas. Country. <laughs> it's a lot of African Americans that listen to pop, country, and all. I can't get it. I just like good music. Whatever you're doing, I'm not. I like R and B somewhat, but not too much. I can't see myself just sitting there listening to an R and B album all fucking day, crying, being emotional and shit. I ain't got time for that. That should be getting me in my feelings. I don't know. Oh, that's a good album if it touched you like that. Yeah, every album may touch you like that. Oh, no, but wait. That album she had, um, because this is the one Beyonce album I bought. And it had Get Your Body, but she had the song with, um, and the lady that, sued her. That's the one with, um, I think she named, um, I think the album was named after her birthday or something. Be that. I think it's and the that. lady sued her to make her take the song off, and she had the resentful, and it was another one, and the lady actually sued her. Oh, and like had a boy? The... That one? No. Oh. It was resent. I, I like resentful. I like some of the songs and things like that. But wait, resentful okay. is the one that actually Neo wrote, right? Um, to the left, to the left. No, not that. Oh, okay, not that. It's resentful, and she oh, talked about being okay. cheated on. Yeah. I like that one. That one's cool, but I can't see myself just sitting around. Maybe some Amy Winehouse or something like that, but I can't. Oh, J.E. Heartbreak. I'll listen to that. Album. Who the heck is J.E. Heartbreak? Jagged Edge. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. Yes, girl. I'm like, J.E. Heartbreak. I just went, went to see him though, down at NJ Pack. Really? Yeah, they were good. They were. Well, I stopped fucking with them no. when they made that. Um, where the party at, ladies? I'm like, shut the fuck up! What the fuck you talking about? I'm not listening to y'all no more. Fuck y'all. That and Tank is actually underrated. I like Tank. He did a very good show. Really? He was jacking it, and the worst person that was there was Keisha Cole. Yes, I was. Can like, we all bow our heads and, and I, have a moment wait, of silence? And I love Keisha Cole. I had every Girls from album be like, except the last one. <laughs> I love Keisha Cole, but and that was my second time seeing Keisha Cole. And each time she does not perform. She's just not a performer. Just stick to the studio, putting out these albums, and that's it. But live, she's horrible. Well, I think that Keisha Cole has an issue now. And I know she I saw her on something. She was talking about who her real father is and this and that, whatever. But I think that the issue with her is like, um, I like to call it the brandy thing. Let's call it. That when you're on top of the world and everybody's kissing your ass and you can't do any wrong, you just start acting any type of way, treating people any type of way. Then oh, when you the Brandy syndrome. Well, because remember, Brandy was literally sitting on top of the world. Sitting on, on top, top of the, of the world. world. <laughs> <laughs> when Moesha was out and that, it was Brandy's world. And then 
when she had the baby and did the fake marriage, she kind of fell and was on a decline. And I think she had such a hard time because when she was on top, they the rumor was that her mother and them treated people like shit. And so when she fell off, people were like, oh, yeah, remember? Now, nah, fuck you. And I think Keisha Cole has that same thing yeah. going on because, I mean, how could your pen game get worse? It's not. She's probably making the same quality of songs that she was making before. Mm-hmm. But now people are like, fuck you. Remember she had the TV show when she dissed Manny yeah. and she fired them and it was this one and that one and she treated her sisters like shit. And now everybody like, all right, bitch, now, fuck you. Go out there and sell a fish. You see the memes where she sell a fish sandwiches at the award shop. <laughs> but some people need to make good albums. They need heartbreak or hate to say it, sorry, drugs. Mary, I know Mary. So good when she's high. Oh <laughs> when she's not high, it's like why are you making this chicken commercial? <laughs> Crispy chicken <laughs> and lettuce. <laughs> I think Mary. You know what? The last album, I ain't buy it because I ain't got time for Happy Mary. But <laughs> <laughs> somebody did gave get, it to I me. I think I did. I think I bought it. But the last album that she did that I listened to, the problem I had with Mary's album was that she tried to cater to a younger audience. And she was doing songs, and then she had Drake, and then she had every hot person. And it was like, yeah, remember your audience that was there when you were 20? We're yeah. kind of older now. True. We don't want to hear that's this true. shit. Like, but I guess they just try to be relevant, but I take that. That's the label. The label tell those. Oh, you need to but appease what, to these younger people as well. No, continue to appease the people that was there for you when you was younger, and they were younger. So continue that, and just continue making music for them. They didn't die off. Like, we still here. But at what point does the artist say, listen, no, this is my career. I'm going to take control of it, and I'm going to stand for something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, of course, you get a big check when you do what they say. But at what point do you have enough money that you say, you know what, fuck that. I'm doing what I want to do. Beyonce has it like that. You can do what you want to do. And look what the... Oh, all hell of queen. She puts out great lemonade songs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and <laughs> so that a lemonade stand. <laughs> I mean, yeah, all hell of queen. Or I wish Beyonce. I guess, but if that's not her life and that's not the message, I just don't like the fake about it. That that's not your thing. Like you can be. I always say it's like two type of people in the world. Um, well, really three. You got the Jay Z's who care all about the dough. That's all they care about, being fly, being flashy, being whatever. Mm-hmm. You have the Nas, who care about the people yeah. and fighting and everything, but they flashy too. They yeah. like gold and they like this. And then you got the dirty backpackers, like most deaf and numb. They don't give a fuck about the money. <laughs> they just want to fight the power. I don't think Beyonce is that type of person. She just, she just so, is. She just... The label say, oh, we need this type of music. Oh, I got that. You need me to shake my booty? I got that. Yeah, so what's... Hit these. The only thing I can give Beyonce, she could put on a show and she could sing. Oh, yeah. Old girl sings like yeah. nobody business. So she... When they had... Remember they had that thing where she lip sing at the inauguration yeah. and they made a big thing? I'm like, this fucking Beyonce. Exactly. Like, really? Like, yeah, really? Some could lip sing and it's okay. She could have been under the weather at that time. See? So I don't bash her every chance I get. Most chances you get, you bash her. If, if she come on and be real, I won't. That's all I'm saying. Just be yourself. 
That's it. I just want people to just to be themselves, regardless of what other people may think of you. Just be you. You'll be much happier. You know what? I want to low-key say that you... <laughs> but I don't want to say it. So all hell queen. All hell queen. Just because be I really yourself. agree with that. Like when on the last album she did before Lemonade, she was like doing this H-Town. You know how they have that slow rap or whatever, talking about she used to listen to Pimp C and all of this pocket fl- I'm like, bitch, shut up. You is lying. You're lying. Just shut up. Move like, face. Move fast. <laughs> I know. Come like, on. so I agree with what you're saying. Just be yourself. Yeah. And that goes with anybody in life. Just be yourself. It don't, like, just be you. All right, Laverne. Yeah. <laughs> While I'm sitting here, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> we just keeping it real. We just two chicks keeping it real. <laughs> So, well, while we're on the topic of the Grammys, I wanted to talk about, you brought up Chance the Rapper. Um, His speech was really, really religious. And as black people, that's just something we do. All glory be to God. It's just our thing. So I'm going to die about 25 times. Yeah, we we just going (laughs) to give him a pass on it. But then Fat Joe and Remy were on The Breakfast Club. And Fat Joe, because Chance the Rapper beat them out for one of the Grammys. And Fat Joe made the comment, that did he really deserve that Grammy? He had one hot verse on Ultra Light Beam, and he had one hot song. Charlamagne quickly corrected him and said, no, this is like his third album. Like, he's been consistently putting out music. And that got me to thinking, again, with the Adele and Beyonce thing, people make comments like that, and they don't even have their research. And you know, I love me some fat John. I'm all here for the fat Puerto Ricans. But I felt like... That was some person that don't like light skin men. But go ahead. But I'm here for fat Puerto Rican. <laughs> I, don't, I ain't trying to marry them, but I and I love fat and really quick. I really like Fat Joe because I don't think he gets the respect that he deserves. I think he was an innovator and that he was he had clothing lines. He did all of these things before other people, and he doesn't get the credit. Everybody because he's not saying I'm the best. I'm the best. Look at me. I'm the best. Yeah. Nobody wants to give him the credit. I mean, I agree. So that's why I got the thing for Fat Joe, and I'm usually biased towards him, and I stick up. But in that one, I was like, I really felt so type. Like, how could you say that without doing your research yeah. first about this kid? To find out if he had other albums and listen to his album and listen to this last album. I mean, this last. Well, his are they not really albums? They're like mixtapes or whatever. Yeah. The coloring. What was it? The coloring book. I don't know the, the names of it. My Craig, son. hold on. The engineer Craig. Do you know what's the last? The name he's going to check on it. So okay, while he's I checking think... that, my son listens to it, so he'll play it in a car. So sometimes I'll be like, yo, I don't want to listen to it anymore. So he's off tour in my, my car. And then, but when he put on chance, I'll be it's like, yo, we want that. Play exactly. That, that blesses. Like, exactly. Cut, like, you can't deny this, man. That album was nice. I don't even know the name of it. So I it's Craig... like two songs when they call blessings. Craig G yeah. said that it is the coloring book. And it's another one it's called Blessings. No? No? Okay. So okay. Um, the engineer said that, yeah, it is the coloring book. This album, and like the same way how your son's listening, uh, my daughter listened to it, and I was sitting there like, who is this? Yeah. I wanted to know more, and I felt like for him to say, oh, he only had one hot verse on Ultra Light Beam. And one hot song, no problems. I'm like, you didn't do your research before you made this comment about yeah. this man. And then just because you lost to him, does that mean he's not great? Exactly. It's just that. 
But that's not what this is. I mean, the Grammys aren't based on radio play at all. That's the, um, I think it's Billboards or American. It's something yeah. like that. And then but Grammys is And Remy different. made a, um, a point that I didn't know. Once you're nominated, you're allowed to vote. To vote, yeah. You're part of the committee. Yeah, so she was like, she said she told Fat Joe. He like, oh, you gonna stop saying I didn't vote. He's like, well, you didn't because a lot of people don't know that you can vote also. Well, they send them the things and everything. To well, I guess Fat Joe didn't know because Remy stated that she told him, like, yo, you can vote. You didn't vote, yo. That's like that, yo. And that's another thing. <laughs> and that's another point. How could you complain about the process or the exactly. outcome when you didn't even um, participate in the process? Like, come on. And I, I that, and I usually love Fedro, but I really, I was like, I just hung my head. Like, I can't believe you took this jab at this kid without doing your research about him first. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. We all like all the way up. And um, I like, it looked like I've been cooking. <laughs> <laughs> I like that more than the money showers, but these don't compare to the, Quality of music that mm-hmm. Chance is putting out, and what you call it, kind of took a jab at home. I don't know if it was factual because I don't follow how being independent works. Um, what's his name, Nori? He said, "Oh no, he's a good. He was like his album is good or whatever to be um independent. independent. What he say, sixty percent independent. So basically, he's not truly a hundred percent independent. So I don't know how it works though. So well, I, I don't know if he's I don't know if he has taken any money yet. He, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure they've been offering him bags and bags of money. Yeah. Um, but still, what difference does that make if he's controlling the quality of the music? I mean, it's not like he was putting out one quality of music and then he started and you could say, well, now it's Ghostwriters coming in, it's this coming in. Mm-hmm. And I believe, and I love Nori, that's one of the reasons why we're doing these podcasts because of Drink Champs, yeah. you know, I used to listen. But him and Jada Kiss and the old rappers, they're used to that in the, uh, that major label and they don't really get this independent thing. And I think that Fat Joe and Remy discussed that also, mm-hmm. how that works or whatever. And they think that well, if you're not on a major, you really ain't popping. And it's like, it's the other way around now. Yeah. Now, if you're on a major, you like... He's popping. Yeah, and he's... This he is commercials? Exactly. And he's on... Even if it's 60% independent, 70%, so what? At least he was smart enough to maintain that creative control, which is going to affect the brand. Like, okay, maybe I'll sell out some and y'all could get me some commercials and y'all could do mm-hmm. this. But I'm going to control what the fuck come I put out. Period. Nobody's going to sign off. I'm not submitting it to a label for y'all approval. I do that. Like, and I mean, so what, 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 Nori? What? Yeah, I, I couldn't <laughs> what, what, what? what? I don't know how it actually works. Like, so if he's saying he's 60% independent and 40% what? Like, I guess what major. So what are they Because you can sell out, you can sell out part of your thing. Distribution. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. Unless you're on a major and they're literally, you're submitting the album and they're saying, nope, take this off, take that off, put a girl song here, we're going to bring in this producer. What does what difference does it make? So he's still controlling that process and that he has to be because the quality of the music is the same and he's not changing. So, yeah, Nori, you, yeah, I'm not here for you with that one mm-hmm. at all. Um, anything else we need to discuss about the Grammy? Oh my God, that Beyonce performance. 
Hold on. See, and this is what I hate about this darn beehive. And this is the part that gets me is that y'all just act like she can't do no wrong or everything is gravy with her. No, it's not. That performance was horrible. What the fuck was going on? I don't know. I saw Blue running through Beyonce and then I saw her mama. Then I saw a cat. Then I saw a pyramid. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. It was horrible. It was... I don't know what was going on. It was horrible. When somebody made a post like, oh, just because she's not shaking her butt and all that. No, that's not it because I'm tired of her in a onesie. I don't want to see her all the queen in the onesie shaking her butt. I don't want to see that. Oh, hello queen. (laughs) She needs to change that up. And this is, okay, now she's changing it up, but it's not for the good. Yeah, I was like. You change, but you only change because you're pregnant for real this time. You only change. Oh my God! Oh hella queen. And now you want to dress, you know, a certain way, which is fine. But it just didn't work for me. For me, this is my opinion. All you little beehivers, y'all can say whatever y'all want to say. <laughs> well, I think if they said that the performance was like maybe nine minutes, and three of the minutes there were no singing, nothing. Yeah, it was, was just a poem her. Or something. I mean, it's, it was so just weird stupid. as fuck. But it wasn't weird enough. That it got me interested in it. I just was like looking at my watch, like, exactly. okay, when we gonna get body? Like, <laughs> yeah, at one point I, I turned because I think which brother was still on Housewives of Atlanta. I can't. And then you came back; she was still floating exactly. around. Exactly. You like what the fuck? You ain't still floating. Oh yeah, I I wasn't here for that performance. But the other thing I wasn't here for, I didn't like, is that she won the award for best urban. Contemporary, whatever the fuck they gave her award for, they just gave her award. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they like Beyonce came, give her a fucking award, just give her something. Um, but when she got up there and she did this prepared speech, I felt I don't know, it just took something away from deep breath, deep breath. I don't know because just like you say, we both said who wrote the speech exactly. for her, and somebody wrote that. I mean, it was that moment that if these issues are really important to you, you should be able to speak from your heart about them because Hello. you're talking about them all the time exactly. and they're important to like you. Like the guy with the pretty eyes that did the whole thing when... Um, oh, yes. Um, from that came Grey's from his, Anatomy. Exactly. That came from his heart. Exactly. And you felt it. Like, yes. I wanted to go out and march at that point. See, and that's I, what I'm talking about. And I'm Make sure that like part that. of that was prepared, but... It was so important to him that exactly. he prepared and remembered it and studied and came prepared to give his exactly. speech. Exactly. And I just felt like if that was so important to her, I don't. It just was like it didn't come off genuine at all. It came off like, oh, I need to say this. Mm-hmm. Um, can uh go get Solange? I mean Solange, Solange. Go get Solange and her friends to write me something deep, um, mm-hmm. so I could say. And then you got this big envelope with it written down. I mean, the match you. Which is fine. I know. That's fine. That's fine. No, because if she would have pulled the paper out her bra and read off something real yeah. quick, I'd have been like, okay. But they had this whole prepared thing. It was like, bitch, I came, so they're going to give me an award. <laughs> and when I get up there, and I want one that's going to be shown on TV, I ain't got time for that pre shit. Like, <laughs> I'm here. I don't know. It just, uh, I just, uh, yeah. it just wasn't here for it. All right. Everybody loves Beyonce. Oh, hell the queen, though. Oh, hell the queen. Whatever. (laughs) So, um, I don't think I want to touch on this just yet because this is, I I think this is going to take up a lot of time. So let's skip to, while we're on the topic of Beyonce, I want to talk about this fucking Rihanna song. The Sex With Me is Amazing song. 
I know I like the song and everything, but I was listening to regular radio the other day in the car, and it was like beep every time she would say sex and this and that, and I'm like, what? What the fuck is going on? So they were bleeping out sex and all of the things, but I'm like, the whole song is about sex. Stop playing it in the middle of the fucking day. Like, (laughs) how much are they paying y'all to play this song that y'all can't stop playing it? And I don't know. It just made. I mean, I like the song. I think the song is dope. But you know how I feel about I hate to listen to music where it's being bleeped out, number one, because I want to hear the whole thing. You gotta go to satellite. Oh yeah. Well, you know, that's my whole thing. That's why I kept paying for the shit. Because I can't I can't stand to hear rap songs on the regular radio. Yeah. And I can't get that feel because I'm like, well, what did he say there? What did this was? Well, I thought they were supposed to make a radio version and the explicit version. They're not supposed to make two versions. Well, of nowadays song? some of them say no. Fuck it, roll with that. Y'all, we have, y'all can bleep it. Y'all can do whatever. We not mm-hmm. doing that. And but I'm saying at what point? Just stop playing it then. They don't have nothing to play there because every song out here is either about sex, shooting, killing, whatever, hoes. But oh, it's, this song, song that. is really explicit because the whole song is "Sex with Me" is amazing. Yeah. It's nothing else into this song, and she's talking about how you got sex with somebody else. That ain't that's that'll be okay. Wet and this and and what she get ready with drinks and something else I can't talk about and this. I mean, so there's nothing else there. But why does it need to be playing ten o'clock in the morning if you gotta bleep all of this shit out? And you know where I heard it at? Fucking horrible ass hot ninety seven. Uh, like, come on! It just was like Rosenberg. So- it was so 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 bad, so bad. Um, uh, yeah, no, the song is good. The song is good. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to say the song is bad because I love the song. I mean, I literally love the song. <laughs> I've been singing it all the damn time. But I'm like, bleep is amazing. Bleep, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with the? What is going? On? Yeah, they could have just changed it and. Oh, they could have not fucking played it 10 o'clock in the morning. I mean, let's keep it 100. They could have just not played it. Wait till 7 o'clock, play your shit. Your kids listening, fuck that. But 10 o'clock in the morning, your kids shouldn't be listening, especially if it's during the weekday. They should be in school. So, actually, oh, that's guess. a good time to play it instead of after hours when your kids are home and listening but to the radio. Yeah, so, 10 o'clock in the morning, you know, before we used to have regular jobs and you mm-hmm. put your radio on your desk and you got Hot 97 on... And somebody walks by and you like, sex with me, so amazing. And they like, really, bitch? Really? That's how you feeling? <laughs> like, it's just not appropriate. True. I guess because if you're at work and you're playing it, then that's the difference there. But what other time are you going to play it? At night. When your kids listen. No, at night. Like, your kids listening at that hour, listen. <laughs> listen. You got more than other issues. Because why the fuck is y'all listening to the radio? Maybe they in their room doing homework listening to the radio. All right. Well, let me tell you. Honestly, my I kids... don't listen to his phone. He don't listen, he don't listen to the I was going to say, radio. my kids don't listen to regular radio yeah, at all. To so, yeah. it, to me, yeah, it would be me. Because my kids, I I don't even think they know what radio stations look like, where they sound. They yeah. just don't. They yeah, go on the internet, only, yeah. and they get everything. They only listen when we're in the car, and I have it on, because I'm too cheap to buy my satellite. Oh. Regular 
Well, when the radio. free month comes again, I'll let, let you know. <laughs> but um, so that's another thing. If the kids aren't listening to the radio, why do they keep doing these things where it's geared to 18 and 34-year-olds when the fucking kids don't even listen to the radio anymore? That's true. Like, and then our old asses got to sit here and listen to this bullshit. Like, or go, the or fuck? go to 107.5. <laughs> that would be illness. <laughs> or light, light as- <laughs> You know what? <laughs> fuck that. That's what we're going to do. And while we're talking about uh, <laughs> music, the other day, after we finished recording the podcast, I was listening to, you know, I love this guy, Little Uzi Vert. When I say I love oh, me some little God. Uzi, but you don't like no, Uzi? no. I hate these new ignorant talking rappers. I don't like. You don't them. like Kodak Black? Black no, the finesse kid? No, no, <laughs> and no. I don't like none of. Them. I can't. None of I hate them? to hear them talk. I hate it. The only one I like is because you keep drilling holes in my head. Is your boy? Oh, Black Youngster? Yes. Little, 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 little bitch. <laughs> on the show when he's doing that because I don't think he really is. Have you ever listened to any of his songs? Actually, no. Oh, he come with it though. You know, at first I thought he it was just like the comedy, like yeah. I was only going like, nah, that Shake So okay, and that other one, song. you ain't never killed no nip. I'll be like, yeah, Shake So, Shake So. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I like, you know what got me into Little Uzi Vert? I keep telling you this. And which one is Little Uzi Vert? With the purple dreads and he, um, it doesn't matter. Uh, Pockets are fat. I like turn to a savage. She like called me daddy. See, I, like I told you. I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> I got into Little My Uzi. My son loves all that. Oh, uh, I love Little Uzi Vert. When he was on the BT Awards and he was sitting out vibing out with everybody, and then they got him in the um cipher. And I don't know. He just got a good energy about him. Like, and I love Little well, Uzi. Maybe I need to pay more. No, I was thinking about the other one that got they- Little Yachty. Yes, I'll fuck him. Oh fuck my god! That. They gave him that darn Target commercial, and they played it during the Grammys. I said, what well, it gave cold as Minnesota, cold as Minnesota. No, I don't know what the the they. It was a commercial in Target, and he's there. Yes. And what are you doing? Singing. He's doing something. I don't know. I couldn't pay attention because I can't hear him talk. And then he had Rainbow Grill in his mouth. <laughs> Rainbow hair looking like Mason Raggedy Ann had a baby. And it's like, oh, the oh, level of ignorance oh, oh my is God. on a yes. hundred. <laughs> oh, he's horrible. Oh, my God. And get cold as Minnesota. <laughs> I don't like um And then I think he was on Funk Flex before. And he tried to do a freestyle. It was hot. Y'all can't even freestyle. If you can't freestyle, don't come out with no albums. I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. You can't Oh, no. We disagree on that. Don't come out with no albums. We have to disagree on that. I need to hear some that. raw rap. I need to hear you. This. Chicks from North be like, just <laughs> let it off the dome. Like, for real. Like, Wait, what's the dome? For I don't listen. <laughs> like, just, I just need that real rap. I need rappers, like. I so like then, it. well, you know, that was a thing with Tyree saying about the ghostwriters and this yeah, and that. Yeah, I like and that. I did like I, that. But I don't agree with you that freestyling is an art form in, in, in and of itself. And rapping is a different because just because you can't freestyle doesn't mean you can't rap. You don't have the flow. You don't have the... No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying... I don't know. So you it's, wouldn't like a rapper that uses a ghostwriter? 
wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. Exactly. So what but you don't doing freestyle. Right now? But don't come up here and try to freestyle. Oh, okay. Don't come up here. Just on say the radio. that's not my thing. Yeah, don't come up here on the radio and act like you can freestyle when somebody else writing your raps. Don't Why do can't it. they write me a freestyle? Yeah, stay in your lane. Pretty much. Stay in your lane. You know you're not a freestyler. You know you're not with this. You just you just have the flow. You have the delivery. Mm-hmm. So you got somebody else doing it for you. Fine. Stay in the studio. But just make, I guess that, that's the thing is that what you're trying to say is that they're coming out instead of saying, listen, that's not what I do. I don't yeah. freestyle. I prepare songs. Like, I write yeah. songs. I'm good at that. I'm good at performing. Freestyling just ain't my thing. And leaving it, and without being disrespectful. That's one of the issues yeah. I had with Little Yachty before. It's like he was disrespectful to the older artists. Um, with Pete Rock and with Biggie and all of them. He was being disrespectful. It's what like... What could he say about them? Like, oh, Lord. Well, he was going back and forth with Pete Rock on the thing because Pete Rock was saying about the way they rap now. And then um, I think he said that Soldier Boy was better than Biggie. It was something. These alternative facts, though. Oh, I'm about to say the so engineer said it was Drake. Drake better than Biggie. So, I mean, the thing is, I don't like that. You don't have to be disrespectful mm-hmm. about it because this is basically what made the way for you to get your money now. So you should show them some respect. Yeah, I actually need to take a, a, a play out their book because they're way better than you guys. They tell stories in their rap. Well, Biggie did. He tells stories in his rap. But like, I could go with for some ignorant rap. You don't got to tell me a story. As long as yeah. that flow nice, I'm with you. And then Biggie even changed up when he, because that wasn't his rap flow, and it was hot when he switched over and went with The bone, oh, yes. thuggish, thuggish, yeah. So but, you can switch up your style and still be hot. As long, if you got it, you got it. Yeah. Nobody could take that from But you. I don't agree that it has to all make sense because it don't have to all make sense, but the type everybody has their preference. And my preference is hardcore rap. Hit me with the metaphors, hit me with punchlines. That's what Chicks I like. Chicks from North <laughs> I like that. I like for you, like, cause I like Fabulous is getting old now, but I like that old Fabulous with he make you oh, what was that? Oh, how I get it? Like he well, Fabulous ain't been the same since like, he started fucking the chick um, from Love and Hip Hop. I just saw him on a picture, and I love ooh. Fabulous. And he got a fucking red, blue, yellow coat on. I'm like, what the fuck? His dressing style is not the best, but when you listen to his raps, they did. No, he like, still he, has it. He, he, oh, he like, got that's a gift that he has. But uh, that's yeah. that type of rap I like. That beanie. And he, his heart was hardcore, like, I'll punch you in your face, nigga. Like, that oh, type of like, yeah. You see what these <laughs> chicks from North, like, <laughs> Broad Street bully, like. So you don't like a little, ain't no gonna hurt nobody. <laughs> We're just dancing, bitch. No, no. I'm gonna take that when I'm in the car and I wanna be in a happy mood. I wanna sing along. Yeah, but sometimes <laughs> you gotta get the damn max. Like, I need hardcore, like, that grimy rap. Like, so now it's like, Track, yeah, he's a storyteller. It's like well. track music, basically. You like now, you don't like the new, the Singing, one game rapping. And Chase does that, but I like him. Chance, Chance, Chance not Chase. That's from Paw Patrol. You don't like, so basically, you're trying to say that you only, I guess, you like it's how it sounds. If it's, exactly. if it's good, if it's, it's catchy, good. then sometimes it's like okay, you, and they keep playing it and playing it and playing it. So I'm catching. Well, you getting programmed. Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, so that's not good. It's not. 
it's not something that I would prefer. It's something if it's on the radio and they, and they just keep playing and you know they play the same thing over and over. So they make you like it basically. But it wouldn't be my first preference to go and buy, buy or want to listen to. So that's one thing, like with the radio programming, like if I catch myself singing a wax song and I because they play on the radio, I immediately stop listening to the radio for a little while because they're programming you to like shit you don't like. Like you mm-hmm. say, if I keep hearing yeah. it, then I like it. No, either you like it within the first, maybe I would say 15 seconds of hearing a song, you know whether or not you're going to like it. True. And if you don't like it that time and you only like it after you hear it 50 million times, then you just don't like it. It's a bad song. Mm-hmm. And that shit, I ain't got time for. But I like little Uzi Vert. I really well, do. My son loves him. He loves him. Exactly. You see, the Prince guy good is <laughs> like me. <laughs> but, oh, uh, shit, what the hell are we talking <laughs> We don't want the Beanie Seagull. <laughs> Bully DMX <laughs> oh, with his 15 kids and he was just on YouTube with something. I still need him to come back out. That's He's like a... How do you feel about that? So now you know DMX when he was out and I mean it's legendary now that he was on crack. Yeah. I mean he even admits it. Yeah. But it seems like everyone allowed it and dealt yeah. with it because just like he was yeah, they said he was doing like 50 songs. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop! But it seemed like then when he got to a bad spot and he wasn't selling as much, then people want to point to the drug issue that he's always yeah. had. The only one, and this is why I like, and I guess at the end, who I'll be here for, Swiss Beats. Never gave up on him. Oh, no. And he was on... um, Never gave up on him. We never got to that last week, but that's what I wanted to talk... Because he was on Drink Champs. It has to be a week or two weeks ago. And he said, you know, I always told him, I'm always going to be here for you. And he was like... And so I'm like, all right, you ready? I want back for him. We're going to make music. And even when they perform... You could feel that love between mm-hmm. them. Because um, he performed that, was it a hip-hop honor or something? And DMX literally forgot all the words, started singing a diff- the same verse, whatever. And Swiss is just right there with him, like, come on, dog. We're going to work this out. And I'm like, that's a real friend. Exactly. That is a real exactly. friend. Like, no matter what, I'm going to be here for you. And I'm going to help you. And I'm going to do whatever. And he said, I think he said something like, uh, why should I go find somebody new to work with and try to make hot when I got my friend here? I could work back with him, and I always told him I'm going to be. And I was like, yo, well, y'all, you got to listen to Drink Champs, but Swiss Beast was really, really good on Drink Champs. And then at one point, he like, all right, can we get to some ignorant shit? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he switched over. But I thought I'm trying to make a really schedule good. for Drink Because when I did watch it, I did like it. No, I, actually, I loved it, the Drink Champs, because it was funny. Um, it was informative. You learn new things from people, learn new things about people. Mm-hmm. Like, so I really didn't like it. So I think I'm gonna try to make a schedule. And start I really like the um, drink camps. Yeah, I did. I I enjoyed them. Well, speaking about that, you making a schedule. We never even got to the little Uzi shit. We'll talk about that later. That um, camera, camera, camera. Camera, camera. I didn't listen to it. I was supposed to, and I didn't. Girl, you work freaking 40 hours a week. <laughs> you could have been listening. To- oh, 35. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> you could have been listening to this shit. I know, but you I... You tell your client, I ain't got time today. I got to listen no, to it. I was watching my show. <laughs> 
Oh, so you'll be ready for the life of a TV addict. <laughs> Make sure y'all listen to that podcast also. Um, but so Jim Jones, what happened was that Jim Jones signed to Rock Nation, which is yeah. Jay-Z's brand. Um, he then went on Funkmaster Flex and I had seen this clip of that. almost two-hour interview where he's crying and he's going on about him and Cam and other issues. Um, I watched it and I just was like, huh? 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 So you didn't get Jim Jones' story? No, I didn't understand what the fuck was going on. So then Cameron goes on Instagram Live and this shit, I mean, Cameron needs his own TV show. <laughs> um, it could be two hours and I will be there for both hours. <laughs> and you see how people could get mad at somebody, hence Beyonce, when, I mean, people could love someone and they keep it real, and they could be mad at them at the same time. Like, why are you dissing that person? But I still love you because you're just real. Yeah. See, Beyonce, hint, hint. You can do All it. Oh, hella queen. You I'm, can do I'm, it. I'm not catching you that shade. You can be yourself. Look, I'm blocking that shade for you, queen. I'm blocking you it. Can be yourself. Be real. Some people going to hate what you're saying, but they also going to love you for keeping for it For saying real. it. But so. Cameron thing, oh, my God. I mean, so it's him. And you really don't know, but you always suspect that it's Juju recording it. And then finally you learn it is. And the phone is spinning. I guess the Wi-Fi slow down. Well, it's not this. The IG starts crashing because so many people are logging on. Uh-huh. And him and Juju are trying to figure it out. And he's like, well, is it spinning? Go on your phone and you try it. And it's like 20 minutes of that. I mean, it's just pure comedy. But then he sits down at the table like Scarface. <laughs> And he goes in <coughs> to um Sorry, telling his under the weather. <laughs> he goes in into telling his side of the story, and this thing is about maybe three hours. It's at least two. Oh wow! It's at least two hours. And at some point, um, man, DC calls in from jail, which is even <laughs> more comical. But basically, he lays down everything, what the issues were with Jim Jones and how they got to this place. And basically he says like, you know, I don't want to do this, but I feel like I have no choice now because he keeps going to social media. He keeps going on the radio. He's going everywhere and he's airing me out and I'm not saying my side. So you only get one side and you think that his must be right because I'm not saying that. But did Jim say anything negative about Cam? Because the clip that I caught, he said... Cam was at the Wait, top. hold on. You caught a clip of a two-hour interview and you really going to say? <laughs> no, I, no, I'm asking. Oh, did I'm he say it? No, I'm asking you. Did he? Did Jim say anything negative but about But he's always Cam? been saying something negative about Cameron and about why they fell out and things like that. It was just the same old stuff and him crying, saying, like, I defended diplomats. I was on trial for diplomats. I went on America's Most Wanted. For diplomats and la, la, la. all of, it was all of that again. The same stories, you know. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, it's just the same again. Like nothing's new. Him wanting to fight Max B and French Montana. Who's Max B? From what you gonna love hip hop? No, Max B, the wave. The wave. Yeah. And he in prison, remember he got seventy five years, but then he won on the appeal, so he should be coming home soon. Yeah, in New Jersey. Um, I forgot what was the reason they won. I forgot about it, but I thought he didn't get a fair trial. 
at the time when it was going on, it seemed like his attorney was more concerned with being in the news and being on all hip hop every week than he was with defending his client. And I had an issue with that. But he got an appeal and he won. He was successful. So they reduced it to, I think it was six years or something like that. Oh, so wow. he's basically on From his 75 way 75 to 6? Yeah. Yeah. So he's basically on his way home. Um, I have an issue about that. I don't like people who um, kick dogs while they're down. This guy is in prison still. He's waiting to come home. And to say you want to fight him or do things like that, wait till he hits the streets and then y'all can resolve y'all issues then. But while he's in this situation, let him be. I don't like that. You ain't going to want to fight him when he come on. That man ain't had nothing but towel his head. (laughs) (laughs) And punch your pictures of Jim. Exactly. You going to want to fight him when he come home? You'll be a fool, Jim. Oh my God. <laughs> but Kimar even goes into that on how they knew um Max B. And he's like, I've known Max B forever from the block. Like Max B's from Harlem. I've always known him. And he started messing with Jim Jones. And he was like, it seemed like Jim didn't want to put Max B. Um, who else? He had a few people with him. French Montana, Daja. He was like, he didn't want to put these people out because he was using them for his albums, the right for him. So as long as he kept them like that, he didn't put them out in that. um, They basically said like Jim was responsible for Max B's situation because he wasn't able to eat. Like you're not allowing him to make money. I did hear that part from Karen. So what did you think he was going to do for money? And um, So he basically is blaming Jim for making him go back to jail because he had no other choice. Well, no, Max B didn't say it. Cameron no, Cam, said, no, oh, Cam, Cam said. said that. Yeah, Cameron was like, like you claim that these were your people. Why would you even put them in a situation? Now, the story about that, I mean, everybody knows because it's just so old, is that when Max B got arrested, um, Jim Jones, his bail was maybe 100000 or whatever, 90000 Jim Jones said, I'll bail you out if you sign over all your publishing and of course you're in jail you want to get out and this is when he was the wave guy he he got a movement behind and he said okay and he did it and i think that the issue with that is like how everybody's mouth just dropped is that if that's your friend why would you even do that either you got the hundred thousand for him the ninety thousand for him hundred thousand whatever either you got it for him and you're going to give it to him to get out of jail or you don't but if it's contingent on me doing something for you then that's the problem. And I think that that's something that people, yeah, people had an issue with, including Cameron. But on this thing, so Cameron basically says that um, the issue with Jim Jones started when Jim Jones started messing with Chrissy. And he's like, within two weeks of Jim Jones meeting Chrissy, he started tricking his money off on her, on her buying her bags, buying her clothes, buying her shoes. And he said he went and got these shirts made that say Tricky Ricky, a.k.a. <laughs> Jim Jones, and that it really hurt Jim's feelings. And that's when they started falling out or whatever. And he apologized. He's like, you know, if I knew it was that serious, I wouldn't have did it or whatever. Um, and he just went on and on and on. And so my thing was like, with both of them, would you ever air out your friend like that publicly? I think I kind of... If it's my friend, if it's my friend, no, I would not. Because if it's my friend, I should be able to go to you and let's talk this out. Like, if you did something wrong to me publicly, I'm coming to you. I'm not going back online 
in um addressing you publicly because you come at me publicly. So let I'm me say friend. that first. Cameron said that. Cameron said. The issue that he had with Jim Jones is that you have my number, yet you're sitting up at Flex crying. And at one point, Cam is it's hilarious. He sit there, he said, let me see if I could cry for y'all. And he sits there and he looks and he tried, he like, nah, it ain't coming. <laughs> he also said, um, I did see this part and everybody said, Jim is an emotional person. Mm-hmm. Like he's just emotional. He's going to cry at the drop of a dime, no mm-hmm. matter what he's um talking about. So I don't think Cam took too many shots at him about crying because he know Jim. Well, he took the shot. No, he took the shot being that he was saying like, those tears don't mean anything because you cry Cry all the time. time. Yeah. It's not like you're crying because you love me and it's hurting you. It's just who you are. You're just an emotional guy. And then he made fun of the crying. But Cameron said, you know, my issue is that several times we've had a problem. He said, and then you meet and you think it's resolved and then he's on social media commenting about you. And he said his last draw was that um, Jim Jones and Mendeecees had a problem. And apparently the problem stemmed from um, the fight that was on Love & Hip Hop, the first first or second season with Chrissy uh-huh. and Yandy, that they got some girls and guys, they were waiting at the hotel for Yandy, and Mendeecees showed up, and they kind of squashed it or whatever, and then they met up in New York, and it was supposed to be over. So Cameron saying, my problem, my last draw with Jim was that you and Mandisi's met. Y'all supposedly squashed the problem. Y'all ain't had no beef. Then the minute this man get his time, you calling him a snitch on social media. You doing all of this. Like, I thought it was over. And he was like, this is the problem. This is why I can't work anything out with him. Because we meet, we work it out, and then you on social media calling names, and you on flex crying, saying you want the jail for me, which Cameron pulled up all the receipts about all of that shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was like, Google that for me so we could pull that. <laughs> like, he was pulling receipts left and right. And I think so, like you're saying, like, of course, you would try to meet and work it out. But if we meet and we leave on a good note, which that recently happened to me, mm-hmm. I met with somebody, we left, everybody was good, we shook hands, we moved on. And then not even a day later, they were kicking my back in to somebody else. And I'm like, well... You know, what was the point? Yeah, you had the opportunity when I was in your face. Face to kick my back. Yeah, and I guess that's what Cameron is saying. Like, I can't work this out with you because your word ain't your bond, basically. So at this point, they're no longer friends. Because if we're friends and we try to work it out man to man, face to face, and that don't work, and then you go on social media, you're not my friend. You was never my friend. Because why are you bringing all these other people into our business when you could just... Squash it squash between, it between us, or even if we can't squash it, it still stays between us. Well, I don't think he's saying you were never my friend. He's just saying you're not my friend now. And and when Jim Jones was talking about what the issue, how the issue started, he had his version of how the issue started, and he's saying like it was never the same. Then him and Joe Button had got into something because he said, which was the wrong term, that he copyrighted Bird Gang, but he meant trademark. And then you know I looked that shit up, Who's and it was it? true. Cameron. That um, Jim Jones told him he wanted to start Bird Gang or whatever. He was starting Bird Gang and he was like, all right, well, what you going to do with it? He's like, no, nah, I'm not doing anything. I'm still diplomats. I'm not doing anything with that. So Cameron said, well, I went and he says I copyrighted, it, but he meant trademark. Okay. That he trademarked it saying, well, if you're not doing anything with it, you shouldn't be mad about it because you don't want it. So I own it. And Joe Button went on his podcast and said, like, the minute you did that, me and you would have fought. 
And so Cameron, they were going back and forth or whatever. But Cameron, like, well, my thing was, if he would have been, I don't want to say a man, because he never says that. He, But you should have said to me, no, I'm thinking about starting this new movement with Bird Gang, signing artists, doing this. And be honest, instead of lying and saying, like, no, I don't want nothing to do with it. So why are you starting it? Exactly. So basically, Cameron, like, well, I'm going to see who you are and trademarked it. And now you mad about it. Well, why are you mad? If you weren't going to do anything with it. So Cameron, Cameron's a little wrong in that too, because if that's what your plan was, then if this is your friend at this time, why didn't you just say that? Like, oh, so you don't want to do nothing when I'm going to go. No, he said that to him. Oh, he said that to him. Yeah, he said, but he says copyright. I'm a copyright. And he was like, but so why are you mad about it? Oh, so if he said that to him before he actually did it, then mad so he's like it's a lot of that like that jim was lying about certain things then they wanted to start a fake beef jim jones wanted to start fake beef and he wasn't with it but his whole thing was like i can't work it out with this man because every time we meet he says one thing then he does another thing then he's on social media what's the name but um in that regard like as far as airing your friend out like that i felt like cam back was against the wall and if people were, while he's on live, clue, and somebody else like, hey, come to the studio Monday for the interview. He's like, man, you already missed it. I'm doing it now. I'm telling my side of the story now on Instagram. And, I mean, what do you think about, like, I, in my opinion, his back was a, up against the wall. Because had he not did that, people would still believe Jim Jones. No, if I was Cam, I would have done it. I would have. Like, if because at this point, we're no longer friends. So mm-hmm. me coming to you as a man or as a friend, that's all out the window. You going on the radio and doing all this, so now I'm gonna take my platform and go live. Uh-huh. So I don't see nothing wrong with Kim because basically you giving a response. So yeah, you he told his side, so you're supposed to just sit back and not say nothing and let people just believe him because he's crying mm-hmm. and all this. So it gotta be the truth because tears are falling. That's how Cameron was put in the tears. So when you say like about the, that's what his point with the tears were. Yeah, like, and I agree. I agree with Cam. And the I, tears mean nothing. Like I like Jim, but I agree with I agree with Cam. Well, the <laughs> I do too because I and plus the shit was hilarious. When man DC's called, oh my god, man DC's was like, man, I never knew Jim could run that fast. <laughs> he was like, he was under the car crying. <laughs> Yeah, and, and somebody else mentioned that to me about that part. But if you coming up here to talk about it, Mendeecees, just say everything. Don't say he was just running. Why was he running? Did well, you, you know why. No. Come on. You okay, know my boo was getting it, it popping. Say it. <laughs> he in the feds. He can't be talking like that over the phone. It's a fight. You going to get locked up for a fight? He ain't go and, and press charge and get home for aggravated assault or anything. So why you can't talk about a fight? He was saying Say it. Cause man, this is basically like, um, he was like, and then the next day he gonna go on the radio talking about he got robbed by three guys, but he left with all of his stuff. And he was like, I just let him have it. Like, if that's the story you want to tell, and then at one point, man, DC said, Oh, you know who got the footage? And he names the guy. He said, give him a couple of dollars. He'll give you the video of Jim Jones crying. And what's <laughs> when I say, I love me some man DCs, I swear. <laughs> and you know he ain't really married, so I'm about to bag that. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right out there in Fort Dix in no time, bro. no time. <laughs> but he goes on and say, and he says, the issue started with the fight on Love and Hip Hop with Chrissy and Yandy in the club. Mm-hmm. And he said that's how everything started. And he was like, you know. And they 
shouldn't have gotten involved. That was the issue. It was between the ladies. They should have left it that way. Well, the thing is, is that, yeah, on Mandisi's side, I understood what Cameron was saying is that there were all of these people at the hotel to jump Yandy, and I'm her man. I'm not. That ain't no, happening. Oh, no, I'm there like, oh, no, y'all not going to jump on Chris. If you want a fair one, y'all should just fair. And y'all we know how that's going to end, but. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be under somebody's car. Like Connecticut, yeah. But, <laughs> but, but no, yeah. I would be there as her man. Like, y'all not jumping her. No, y'all not going to do that. So I guess that's how it started, and then. But then us, um, what you probably had to do is be there, but like, okay, and y'all not jumping her, y'all not jumping Chrissy. So let them duke it out, get this out their system because they're gonna keep going at each other till they fight. Girls from North be like, <laughs> I'm saying sometimes fighting is like just get it out your system. Sometimes you just have to do it. Well, we're just going to keep saying each other, giving daggers and all, and all that. But if we get it out, sister, we fight, <laughs> and I win, ain't nothing you can say. You lost. Take it. Take that on the chin. It what was, the fuck? It was really a fair one. I can say. It was a fair one. It was a fair one. You lost. Somebody got to lose. Okay, I lost, but that don't mean I'm going to stop popping shit. You need to. Why? Because I took an L. You took that out. Last night I took an L, but tonight I bounced back. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I might come back. All right, then we'll find another. Now you lose again. Now what? Hey, it's always tomorrow. <laughs> but don't know. What but I'm saying is don't keep popping jump. If you fellas though, you're not gonna accept that L, then just come to me like, no, we gotta do another one. You ain't gotta keep popping up. I don't like <laughs> You see how chicks from North was off there. No, I don't be only because I can't argue. I'm not arguing. <laughs> I can't argue. So if you wanna fight me, just say it. I can't argue. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna argue with you. Because I can't. I'm not, it's some people that are professional arguers. They can argue, you be like, yo, she just told me off, but then you just swing on her. Like, I can't argue, so I'm not gonna sit here and argue. But how come we can't work it out without arguing or fighting? Evidently, <laughs> they can't, because they keep going back at each other, and then they're gonna keep talking, blah, 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 blah. If you can't, that's great. That should be your first, I guess. <laughs> that should be your first choice. It doesn't seem like you agree with that as being the first choice. No, it should be your first choice. And it depends on who it is. It should be your first choice. No, don't get me wrong. It should be your first choice. Mm-hmm. But if y'all can't, and it's just going to keep going back and forth while it's arguing on it, la, 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 just get it out of your system. You just got to let it go. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Now you know how to resolve problems if you're from North. <laughs> Just that's not shit a North thing. That's not a North thing. Like that's just human life. Like we can't. Well, if I would it. have a, at this stage in my life, I'm old. Um, if I had a problem with somebody, the first thing I try to do is resolve it with them. Like let's let's yeah. meet, let's talk, whatever. If we could resolve it, or maybe we agree, and I'm like, you know what, I just can't fuck with you, and we just move on. Yeah. We but gotta, every time we see each other, it shouldn't be. What the heck she looking at? Yeah, we're not going like, to like, do that. Like, if we say that we're not messing with each other, leave it at that. We could still probably go to the same. We probably got mutual friends. We could still should be able to be in the same circle. We don't have to interact Act with, with each, other. With each yeah. other. Yeah, that's how I am. I'm like, at this point, like, either we're going to work it out or we could agree to disagree and have respect for each other, but exactly. the disrespect and all of that exactly. other bullshit ain't going to be tolerated. We got to respect each other. Yeah, that shit ain't going to happen. That <laughs> that ain't gonna happen. But um, all right. So what I wanted to get uh about Remy and Fat Joe on the Breakfast Club, but 
I don't want to bypass this little Uzi Vert thing. And it was the song called Enemies. And in the song, he says, Mom, be quiet. Go take this home or something. And I was like, oh, really? Like, you could tell your mother to be quiet because you got money? And so that got me to thinking, like, would you ever let your child get to that point because they I'm got not money? Your oh, yeah. I tell my kids every day. I'm not your friend. I'm not your friend. So yeah. when he says that to his mother like that, you wait, hold on, girl. Look, <laughs> hold on. Her face start changing everything. It's just a song. <laughs> I'm not saying well, if he was to say that to his mother like that, now you just put her on a level as one of your homeboys. Right. And that could never be. Like, I'm your mother. You don't tell me what to do. Well, you, you can't know, say, oh, ma, um, I know you want to say something, but can you just take this home for me? Don't say, ma, be quiet. Just take this home. Nah, <laughs> it ain't working like that. Well, there are people when their children start to make more money and they have money, they allow their children more leeway to do things that you might not let them get away with. They let them talk crazy. They let them do things. They let them smoke weed. I mean, because they like, oh, they got money. And, and my brother just put a post about that. Would you smoke weed with your child in your house? If they buying? Jersey City girls like, <laughs> like you ain't got chip in or nothing. <laughs> nah. <laughs> I wouldn't even like I wouldn't let my child do that because I feel like well, I don't even smoke weed, but if I did but if you did. I'm not sitting here smoking with my kid, like we're not friends. That's something I would do with my friends. Like I wouldn't do that with my kid. I even have a problem. My son he smokes black and not he told me people don't smoke cigarettes anymore, whatever. So he smoked black and out, and I have a problem with him, like, being out with it. Like, you should smoke and keep that to yourself, and if you see me, you need to put it out or go to the level of respect. Yeah, like, put some respect on my name. I'm not going to smoke in front of my mother. Yeah. Whatever. But then we had an issue because he was going out the house, and he was walking around the block and then coming back. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're going to have to stop that because they're going to think you're running in and out. And then you're black. None of our neighbors black. They're going to start thinking we selling drugs out the house or doing something. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want to be in front of the door. And I'm like, you know, we got to work something else out. Because... You can't go in your backyard? I guess he could. You know this fucker took one of my chairs out there? Like, you just be lamping out in the backyard. I guess he could do something like that. But I told him to watch because he was going all, like, he would walk around yeah. the corner while he smoked and then come back home. And I'm like, yeah, but that activity looks yeah. suspicious. Like somebody's in and out, in and out, in and out. So I'm like, yeah, you know, we don't need the cops around here again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so what's the name? But yeah, I just don't see how people get comfortable with their kids like that. Like I tell my kids every single day, I am not your friend. Yeah. I'm not your friend. I don't care how much money you're going to make. I don't care how much money you will have. I don't care how much money you have. We're not getting to that level where you could talk to me any, other any type kind of way. way because you're paying the bills or whatever. I'm still the adult. I'm still your mother. Not even an adult. I'm your mother. So no, I, I don't really care. And you're going to pay my fucking bills. How about that, punk? <laughs> <laughs> All these years. <laughs> but when I heard that, I was just like, oh, okay. But I'm sure it happens. I'm sure there are people. Yeah, because they feel as though, oh, I don't want to get on his bad side. He's gonna cut me off. Exactly, so I need to be friends no. and let him do whatever he wants? No, no, Absolutely not. No, they shouldn't accept that. 
That is yeah. unacceptable. Not here for that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the Remy and Fat Joe were on here, but I think we discussed on Breakfast Club, and I watched it, and I had some. But I think we discussed all the opinions I had about what they were saying um, about them losing and about the state of rap and things like that. Um, the other thing I had that I wanted to talk about, I don't know if y'all are familiar with this guy, Dr. Bryce Watkins. And he's like friends with Dame Dash or whatever. He has a beard, heavy set kind of. Heavy set, bald head, yes. Yeah. So one time he was on The Breakfast Club and he talks about that they did this challenge where they had, um, I don't know if it was monkeys or if it was people who took darts and threw it at different company names and bought the stock of those companies and that even choosing them in that manner, they still made money. Really? Yes. So where's our dartboard? That's what That's what I'm getting to. Is that I think that me, Shirley, Laverne and Shirley, and our engineer Craig, that we should take part of a money challenge along with our I think we got like 50 listeners now. We <laughs> like we we up in those numbers. We'll we'll take a set amount. I think from two fifty to maybe like five hundred dollars, and we'll randomly pick um, companies or things to invest in, and we'll put the money, and then we'll report back to see how it's doing. Cause we need to empower our community oh, to start investing. Start off with two fifty, though. You know, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking, so I'm thinking that something like that, and then the listeners, the. I think we got 50, 50. Mm-hmm. Um, the 50 listeners that we have, like y'all could get in on it too. 200, I, I would say like a minimum 250. And it's tax time. So save on a pair of Jordans. Don't buy one pair of Jordans this year. And put the money and we're going to randomly pick. I mean, maybe we'll come back here and use the dartboard <laughs> or however we're going to do it. And then we'll report. I guess we have to do it for what? Six months or a year or something. To see how the stock is going. To see if we make money. Because he's saying that they did it and they he was like, they made money. And then how many did they do? How many companies did they? I forgot how many they did. But he said they literally just put them up. I forgot if it was monkeys or people. And they just threw, like, randomly just picked these things up. What do you mean by monkeys? They had the monkeys pick them? Yeah. And he's saying it's a study that they did. And they say even in that manner, you would make money. Let me tell you, I, I know this to be... True, because my husband, he had um 401k at his job, mm-hmm. and I literally picked them in a manner that just started going up and down so I could have, like, a little graph. This is how I picked his, um, the stocks and things to invest in. Mm-hmm. And he made money. I tell you no lie. He made money. <laughs> he lost what So I guess it's, it's like you if you do five, so maybe three out of the five, you're going to make money. Yeah, basically they're saying you're going to be in a better position if you then if you took that two fifty and put it under your mattress. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to get. We're not going to say y'all going to be millionaires yeah. or whatever this way, but that, that two fifty could turn to five hundred. Hundred exactly. As opposed to just sitting there, it's still. 250. Oh my God! Let me tell you. One year, I told all my friends, do Weight Watchers, do Weight Watchers, do Weight Watchers. Nobody listened to me. I did Weight Watchers, then this fucking um, Jennifer Hudson won the Oscar, and then she was promoting Weight Watchers. This shit just went through the roof. You still got it? No, I sold this shit. I sold it 
you know I get crackish sometimes. <laughs> and remember Facebook when I was at yes. the job and I'm like, you gotta get Facebook. You gotta get Facebook. And nobody, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's my delivery sometimes. Because one minute I'm talking about <laughs> little Uzi Vert and then the next I'm giving you stock <laughs> tips and they like, bitch, no, I don't hear that shit. Because I know um, probably some years ago it probably would have been best to invest in those um, solar panels. That was a big thing. Really? But we're going to do that. So Craig G, our engineer, us, we're all going to get about... I we got a couple people some. that would definitely do it. All right. And then y'all could comment. Please make sure that y'all comment on our post and on uh, YouTube. Because we would love to respond to your comments. Ask us anything. Exactly. Even if y'all want to troll us and fuck with us, I got some time on my hands during the week. <laughs> <laughs> I might be here for y'all. I don't know. My daughter was sick last week. So I was home with her and I had time. I was looking for people to troll and I had zero <laughs> comments. We were dry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I guess now it's time for us to do what are we here for this week? As I look away. Laverne. Okay, girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> Laverne, this is our third episode. Our third I was official. here for somebody last week. No, you weren't here for them initially. Once we started being here for people, then you got to but be I was here. here. I was here for somebody. Okay, so you're not here for anybody this week. Anybody. Anybody. No. Nobody. 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 Who are you here for? I'm here for Juju on the beat. She held her man down, dude, for three hours on that IG live. She was getting the Pepsis, popping them open, having them ready for him. She had the camera ready. She was calling Yandy, telling me DC's to call back. Like, this chick literally held her man down. And then at the end, Cam say, um, dude, put on happy people. She go find a song, she puts it on, and then they start dancing. <laughs> oh, they were like salsa. <laughs> then they got ghetto with no, it. No, they do the. Oh, you didn't see the video where they was like slow dancing, and then they put a loop. Oh yeah, <laughs> but this one they were dancing to R. Kelly, "Happy People." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they just dancing. I mean, she literally held her man down. That thing, that IG live was three hours, and she was there the whole three hours. Holding him down. Popping Pepsi doing? cans. What else she was going to be doing? Right in that damn book. <laughs> so I ain't got nothing else to do but sit there and follow Cam. Why are you hating on the girl? I'm not, hate, I'm not hating on her, but that's... she held her man down. Okay, if she his girl, she should. So you mean to tell me if Otis came in here right now and say, I'm about to go on IG if Live, Laverne, go get the damn phone and record me for three hours. If I'm not doing anything, yes. And you would sit here for three hours recording yes. him. And yes, pop out open pe- Yes, because I find it entertaining. I'm being entertained as well. <laughs> yes, I would. Yes. Okay, and all of Laverne friends that's listening, I want y'all to comment on that, <laughs> that she would really sit here with Otis yes. for three hours. They know. Yeah, <laughs> if I'm not doing nothing, it's not interfering with nothing I'm doing. I'm not doing nothing. We just in the house chilling. He like, yo, I want to make a live video. Word. Just talk about what? Oh, I'm going to address um, such and no, such. No, he said, I just want to talk about some bullshit. I started. If I find it interesting, I'm going to keep it up. But if I don't, I'm like, oh, all right, I'll be back. So you're not holding him down. Yes, because I am, because I find it, she found it interesting, so she stayed. 
How do you how do you know? How do you know she went oh, to stay? Wait, hold, on. hold on, Craig D, get the security. <laughs> this North girl getting aggressive. <laughs> but how do you know she wouldn't stay if she didn't like it? If she wasn't entertaining herself, how do you know she wouldn't stay? We don't know, right? But she was holding him. But we don't Damn. know if when she the camera would started have. spinning and the thing was crashing, she was like, "Oh, Cam, look, it's spinning. Let me go on another phone for you." She held him down. You're saying that as long as he's entertaining me, then I hold him. So then you're not holding him down. You're holding you down, really. Okay. Joint day. No, this is strictly down. for Otis. If Otis wanted to talk about the history of. <laughs> set it up for you, do all that, then I'm out. I don't want to hear that. If it's something I don't want to hear, I would set everything up for you. You could call me and say, oh, it's not working because you may not know how to work it and I do. Why he got okay. you? Why you can't be here holding him down? He gonna have to, because I don't want to hear that. You do that. <laughs> I set it up for you. I get you what so you need. So you're making my point is that you're, you're saying, what's the big deal about holding? Because you're, if it's unselfishly, I'm just holding you down, babe. Whatever it is that you're doing on this IG but for three hours. we don't know if she would hold, she, you don't know if she would do that if it was just something like, he just babbling about nothing. Well, at some points it was turned to babbling, then some points it just stopped and they were trying to fix the phone. Okay, she was then, there to fix the phone with him, so yeah. But she was there the whole three hours. Just recorded and popping Pepsi cans for him. <laughs> I mean, See, you don't want to hold Otis down. <laughs> Otis, I'm telling you, you need to get rid of these damn Laverne's. <laughs> oh, well, you do that for Tommy. I told you my husband's name is Ali Akbar. His <laughs> <laughs> name's Tommy. Uh, we Muslim. Mama name is Tommy. I'm going to call him Tommy. <laughs> um, if he wanted no. to do... No, you won't. I know you. No, you won't. I think I would. No, you won't. No, you won't. No. I think I would. No, because you're going to say, this is stupid. No, you or you tell him how to do it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that shit. Yeah, so, no, you're not going to do it. Oh, I'm a boss. I'm a, because that's just me. I'm going to be like, you need to do this. Why are you doing this? And he probably yeah, tell me, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm there for you, boo. I'm there for no, you. No, you're not there for him. You're telling him what to do. He don't want to do it that way. But my way is the right way. That's who? Says me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Shit, I always think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> he do it my way. I ain't getting no fucking Pepsi's or nothing see, like that see, for him. See. Hell no. So you're not holding him down. But Juju held Juju. Cam down. We should aspire to be like Juju on that beat. <laughs> no, thank you. Did she make that song, Juju on that no. beat? Really? Now you know she did not make that song. No, I don't. I didn't. What no. did she do? Exactly. Hold her down. <laughs> like you said, nothing. So she has nothing to do. That's why she's there. I she's have like, be- I have to work. My husband works. So we got spare time. I need to either spend my spare time catching up or we spending it together. Not catching up on what? Wait. Catching up on what? My shows. Your TV shows, right? Yeah. <laughs> you made it seem like you were catching up on housework or oh, schoolwork. <laughs> no TV shows <laughs> and internet games. Yeah. You can crush that damn candy later. <laughs> Hold this man down while he records for three hours. And it's extra time he sleeps. <laughs> so I know he would never do that, so no. Oh my He's god. Sleeping cards. Alright, so I'm here for Juju. You still not here for anybody. You know they did a tattoo on Black Ink this week. I didn't watch Black Ink this week. <laughs> they did a tattoo. If you would have watched, you would have been here for them. They did a tattoo. Who 
had this at on which one? One twenty six oh, or one twenty fifth? I think it was one twenty six. Oh my god, it was so fake. Ugh. Let me. It was just so fake. Because Dutch's sister was there, and then the girl. I thought she went back to North Carolina. She came back just in time for a girl to surprise her and tell her, oh, C's had my sister pregnant. I'm like, oh my God, this is shocking. When the pregnant girl gonna come? But she got an abortion. The fuck is you here for, bitch? If she got an abortion, why are you here? Why? Why? So what was the point? Just to be on TV. See, this is why Mona Scott. She don't make black ink. She don't make black ink. Oh, she don't. Mm-mm. Oh. She only do the love and hip hop. Oh, well, who oh you know what? Like we me? should talk about one week. I don't know how we doing on time, but we should talk about. You know that Mona Scott Young, her husband is a stay at home dad, and has been Ooh. for years. And she's, I think she's Haitian or something like that. Oh, she? Yeah, she's something like that. And I, he, she works outside of the home, but he stays home. He take care of the kids. I mean, she doesn't mean her. Yeah. Okay, alternative facts. Four. four. <laughs> I like four. Um. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So maybe next week we'll go into that. Stay at home. How? What's your opinion about that or whatever? Because we want to say. All right. So since you're not here for anyone, who are you not here for? As always, here she going. Beyonce. Oh my god. <laughs> She was a topic this week again. If she stop being a topic, I find somebody else I'm not here for. Girl, I will find somebody else I'm not here for. I'm but gonna... she's a, she she's in something every week. So why that we've been doing this? So so you're not here for her Grammy performance. Nope. Her fake activist. Nope. Her <laughs> being mad she ain't win the Grammy. Nope. Oh, did you see the pictures after the Grammys? Is she sticking up her middle finger and all of that? What was the purpose of that? I don't know. No, it's a real picture because then the mother is in it doing it too. Anywho. But you're not here. But I thought Kelly Rowland was pregnant. I think she is. She didn't look like it when they you saw the picture. It was um the Grammy party. Yeah, she had something it was, it was, over though. Yeah. It was it, like a flap. It looked like it from there. It was the flap here. But all this was her stomach. And that part was just like super flat at the time. Well, that's what we talked about so, the last time. That if your body is like that, when you get pregnant, you're just not going to go yeah, boom exactly. right away. Because so, your body is tight. Hence, why was it? Oh, my God. Look at her now. Queen. Is it her boob? Is oh, it her queen. face? Is oh, it her queen. thighs? Oh, and people want to say, oh, because oh, it's twins this time. Oh, no, you queen. can. Somebody's body structure, you can tell sometimes how they're going to carry. Yeah. Well, she's going to hold on because she's not. Do y'all want to take girl. bets on? She's not a small girl. Do y'all want to take bets on it being a boy and a girl? I don't care. I don't care enough. I think it's going to be boy and a girl, and blah, 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 blah. so you know what that means. Oh, that's yeah, what. But uh, we got to talk about that. Was, yeah, it was you know that bullshit. Remy was talking about the in vitro on the Breakfast Club, and she was talking about that and how much it costs. I guess we're gonna have to save that for next week. Um, that's what I wanted to talk about as far as them on the Breakfast Club, but um, we'll save that for next week. Yeah, real pregnancies never exist. Oh my god! Is in vitro a real pregnancy? Well, yes, in vitro is yes, a real is. pregnancy. Yeah, it is. But wearing a prosthetic is not a real pregnancy. Having <laughs> yeah, a home girl or a home girl from your media. No, look, having your yeah, 
over your baby while you take out the whole wing of the hospital so nobody could come. He had his baby alive, baby. But all hell the first picture. All hell queen. That's all Laverne. Shirley didn't say anything bad about Beyonce. (laughs) We know that's their baby. She looked just like both of them. Okay, so what I'm not here for this week is fake supporters. These are those people that um, anytime somebody posts up on Facebook that they're opening up a shop or they're selling dinners, they like, girl, let me know when. Let me know when. You not be there. Then the shit open and it's crickets. And you like, well, where everybody at? And then they're like, oh, I got this reason and that reason. My thing is, why be fake about it? Mm-hmm. Just don't, just shut up. Don't say you're going to support. And in my city, we got a lot of talented people, a lot of business people opening up different things. And when you go on their Facebook, you would think they're making millions of dollars because everybody's saying high five and they're doing the emoji hands and shit. And then you're like, oh, well, have you been to the... Oh, I ain't going to that shit. Well, why not? Yeah, I'm just not going to say... And then I don't feel a need to even say I'm coming. Why can't I just go? If you're going to go. Yeah. Exactly. Why do I have to announce, oh, I'm going to be there? I may say, if you post it online, I may say congratulations. And if I'm going to support you, I'm going to support you. I don't have to let the world know I'm going to... I'm, I do things for me. I don't exactly. do things to say... So people can be like... Oh, you good. You a good friend. You do like that's one. Okay, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for people posting things. On Wait, how you gonna internet. take over my not here for section? <laughs> you said Beyonce. Look <laughs> <laughs> okay, People girl. just post things. Yes, looking for validation. Thank you, Craig. Looking that was a for, nice big word. <laughs> looking for validation. <laughs> like I hate that in the in Facebook make it so easy for these people. People to do it. And you just like really like. You really need people to validate who you are as a person. You really need to come up here and say, oh, I do this, I do that. That's just like people going to church. Y'all go to church and then post it just to so people times. know oh, no. y'all go to church. If you go to church, yeah. you go to church. Yeah. But and I'm there's not... people that don't go to church that live a better life than you. Oh, well, we're not going to go there because just because you go to church, that don't mean shit. That just means you go to church on I Sunday. Know. But it's like, people that think they're better because they go, they to, go church. to church. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm not no. here for them either. <laughs> Fake church goers. Let me write that shit down. <laughs> but what got me thinking about this, um, this, these guys I went to grammar school with, he's opening up a tattoo shop in Jersey City. Mm-hmm. And everybody's on there and they're slapping fives and they're doing this. And I'm like, I wonder how many people everybody's getting tattooed. Well, except me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I give them my blessings. Great job. I mean, I could buy a shirt. I ain't getting tattooed or yeah. shit because I'm just not. But I'm like, I wonder how many of these people are actually going to go out and support him. That when you're going to shop for a tattoo, that you're going to consider him and give him a chance versus going to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really want to see this. And even with other businesses I see from people in Jersey City, and I'm like, you know, <laughs> you got to support your own. But if you're not, be real about it. Exactly. Stop being this fake. Like, I have oh, a, I support. A girl I went to college with, we was actually roommates at one point. She posted she has a, a Jamaican restaurant. Did I go? Did I say I was going? No, I don't like Jamaican food. Yeah, so, so why would I say congratulations? Yeah, congratulations, much success. But I can't say, oh, I'm gonna be at your shop. I can't say that because I don't like Jamaican food. Yeah. So that's just being phony. 
that's what I, I guess the fake, I call it fake supporters. Like you only, like you say, they looking for validation on Facebook. They want everybody to think they're supporting, but you're really not. You're really yeah. not supporting when you have the chance. Yeah, so if I can support, oh, definitely I will. Like, I'm happy for you. Do yeah. you, boo? <laughs> <laughs> so that's who I'm not here for. All right, so I guess we could kind of start wrapping this up. Um, You got any parting words? I'm not Love feeling good. Burn. So I just want to say thanks for listening. Well, I hope y'all listen. Subscribe. Subscribe. Leave a comment. iTunes, Google Play. YouTube and SoundCloud. Subscribe to something. Something, Danny. Subscribe to all of them. <laughs> Especially YouTube. And hit the like buttons and things like that. Um, and I wanna I'm at give you my Twitter handle. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> we have two Twitter accounts. I guess we're gonna have to get this grown and opinionated one popping at some point. I know we old as shit, so we go to bed like 9 30. I know. <laughs> And I have a hard time multitasking, so if I'm watching some shows, I can't be tweeting about the show at the same time. I got to either wait for commercial break, and then y'all stop talking about the topic that we just saw. <laughs> so it's like I'm behind, so I like I can't really handle Twitter like that. Well, I got Man <laughs> and all the babies running around the house, and I'm trying, but um, so we had grown and opinionated on no grown and opinion three. At Twitter, we're on Instagram, grown underscore and underscore opinionated. Um, and then I'm on Twitter at JMO about. Um, so check us out, hit us up, leave comments, things like that. So we could get in touch with all 50. 50. You hear that? 50. <laughs> Last week we were at 12. <laughs> now we have 50. So let's make it 100 this week, people. Yes, God. <laughs> Won't he do it? <laughs> Tell your friends, tell your grandmother, she don't got nothing to do. She can be sitting there knitting and listening to it like, Lord Jesus, this girl. Did this girl just say, bitch, don't bring my man no more food? <laughs> All right, so we're going to get out of here. Um, um, I'm Laverne. I'm Shirley, grown and opinionated. Out. Out. <laughs>